King of the North. Ain't that right, Speaker? Yeah. Hey. The word of Mazi, nigga. Uh, King of the City. What the fuck is niggas talking about, nigga? Uh-huh. And when they swing that way to the right, you swing to the left, you heard? Damn, I ain't been broken a minute. Don't get it fitted. So off the bow in the billy. Fucking your hoe in the kidney. Fuck up the city. I do not dance or jiggy. Gunning sucked under this finny. I like it, I spin it. I just came right out the jewel of the ice on my neck and my wrist and my fist. I ain't finished. I was just working at Dennis. Came back and counted some millions. I ain't no regular civilian. Red, yellow, green. Look like my neck a chameleon. Uh, okay, spin it. Uh, damn. In a minute, I hear this bitch he offended. I'm a Javinci offended. Then let me finish. I crack that Chevy for four My scam on busting bottles off the OA. I cannot cut you fucking on my bros. Eh? I'm just gonna fucking treat it like a throwaway. Ooh, damn, I ain't been broke in a minute. I'm at the mall out in business. I need a swipe in a digit. Calling up chaos. He did 250 on Biddy. It ain't no biggie. Uh, Marclair Kiki. Fuck that little bit made a Viddy. She wanna leak it. She wanna send it. Hey, fuck that bitch. My face wasn't in it. Damn, bitch, do And the king of the north has spoken. Ain't that right, Roy? Now I know why SP picked that song. Oh, the last, the last line. That last line. That's <laughs> all, all SP all over. Hold on, the last line and what he just said before the show that makes perfect sense. It's a crazy world we live in. Hey, oh, uh, man. <laughs> man, 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 man. As y'all here, Ghost is here. <laughs> <laughs> SP here. We got Roy here also. Yo. Be doing this shit to me, man. I still got to find out to send it to you. Please. Q, I need Q, I, I, Q, I still ain't got it. I think I'm going to have to find an episode of Moesha when the nigga saying Q is on me. <sighs> Shit crazy. <laughs> My bad, man. We get the, uh, the Honorable Dr. Nicholas Saf here also. You're. And, uh, I'm your boy, Cal, and welcome to episode 62 of Council in the Clutch. And Dr. Sap has something he want to say, but first, we have to play a little bit of video. I'm sorry, audio. If you must go out, maintain six feet of distance between you and everyone else and wear a mask if you're going to be within six feet of others. Wash your hands more often than you ever dreamed possible. Avoid alcohol, tobacco, and drugs. And call your friends and family. Check in on your mother. She wants to hear from you right now. And speaking of mothers, we need you to do this, if not for yourself, then for your abuela. Do it for your granddaddy. Do it for your big mama. Do it for your pop pop. We need you to understand, especially in communities of color, we need you to step up and help stop the spread so that we can protect those who are most vulnerable. Bitch ass nigga. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hey, I got offended when he said pop pop. It, it, I thought granddaddy and pop pop were the same person. That just sounded so racist, bro. He, he, he pronounced every pop pop. Bro, he sounded. He didn't. He, he sounded so like, like, please, master, I'm gonna go tell on these people for you type shit. Well, well, like, first, before, before, let, let let me let me just introduce who just uh, who was the last uh, voice to be heard from that recording. So that was a, a Mr. Doctor Jerome Adams, who is our current Surgeon General uh, of the United States of America. And, you know, at first glance, you know, he's like, uh, you know, you might see him on like an African, like Black History Month as a, you know, he's a black dude, uh, bald head, real handsome looking guy. And, you know, he seems to be cool. You know what I'm saying? And uh, 
ironically, he actually spoke at Meharry's graduation where my girlfriend, she graduated. So I got a chance to hear from him and, you know, it was, it was nice enough, you know, that's fine. But, uh, with his comments that were just spoken and said this past weekend, you know, me personally and a lot of people across the Twitterverse and just in the, in, you know, a lot of black people really just noticed his, uh, his rhetoric was real, um, it, it was real offensive. And it, because there was some subtle elements of, of racism in there that, that we just want to touch on real quick. First of all, COVID-19 is real. Um, people are dying out here, you know, in the sports world. Uh, Anthony Towns, is that his name? Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns. His mom's died from COVID-19 complications, you know, in entertainment, watching Saturday Night Live. One of my favorite comedians, Michael Che, his grandma passed away from uh, COVID-19 complications. Another one of the people behind the scenes in Saturday Night Live, the person who does the scoring for some of their um, for some of their skits, he passed away. So that hit, you know, the SNL crew real hard. So, you know, COVID-19 is a real thing. But the thing is, the CDC, uh, in one of their weekly reports or just in something that recently came from them, uh, it was kind of highlighted that uh, communities of color, uh, black, Spanish-speaking or brown communities are, are like dying and infected by COVID-19 uh, at a higher rate than other, you know, than everybody else. So, you know, and this could be for a variety of reasons like uh, pre-existing conditions and underlying conditions of like asthma. You know, my brother got asthma. So, you know, when I hear that COVID-19 really messes with your lungs, it's like, oh, shit, you know, my brother better not get infected because, you know, we don't want that to pop off on him. Moreover, people who got heart disease, um, high blood pressure, diabetes at greater at a greater risk of kind of just having more severe virus infections and the pathology with that goes along with it. So unfortunately, in the United States, not for any actual genetic reasons, but more social, economic and just structural reasons, there's more black people and other minorities who have these diseases because of diet and access to health care and things like that, living in food deserts and, you know, just what you're available to, to get and the resources available. So, unfortunately, when, you know, just the already structural racism, economic racism, medical racism intersects with this disease that's just ravaging everybody, black people are really going to be part of the community that's going to get hit the worst. So that's kind of what we're looking at as Dr. Jerome Adams comes to address the nation where he asks for black people to step it up. And that, that just, that just don't sit right with me at all. Asking, you know, what, what, what happened to all, what happened to all people? Yeah. Right. They, they pushed, they pushed all people stuff. So, so much with everything. But in this situation, him being a black man, who is they, he comes directly at, his own people slash brown and other colored folk, whoever they are outside of us in Mexico. Uh, I don't, I don't understand my bad. Stop for cutting you off. It was just oh, annoying. Did, it was just annoying hearing it. Cause it's like you, first of all, you, you're the surgeon general of the United States, i.e. you're the number one doctor in the country, if I'm not mistaken. So as far as intelligence goes, you were brilliant. You let 
uh, the current administration dumb you down to the point where they're constantly saying a whole bunch of stuff about what's going on. None of them are doctors. And you sit around and you don't contradict anything they say. You let, you let Trump just run off at the, at the mouth about this, that, and the third of what he thinks is going to happen and what he thinks, what he thinks, what he thinks. And you're the fucking Surgeon General and you aren't saying anything because you're scared to contradict him because you're scared for your job instead of being a doctor and abided by the oath that you took. But, you know, as we can see, as we see him, as we hear him talk, as we kind of learned about his lifestyle, it kind of, everything kind of falls into play. Hey, what about the man lifestyle? And, you know, his wife, and, you know, she is a Caucasian woman. No, she now is, we, call, we call them ivory queens. No, no we don't. Non-Nubian. <laughs> we don't. We don't. So everything about him kind of screams off, I want to be a white guy. To me. I don't know about y'all. That's just why I see it. It is what it is. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It just rubbed me the wrong way. And Sap, I do appreciate you acknowledging the uh, individuals that passed away uh, from COVID-19. It's, it's much appreciated. But I'll, I'll hand the, hand the uh, floor off to anybody else that has anything to say about what's going on. I will say this. I'm not... I'm going to preface this by saying I'm not defending this dude at all whatsoever. Sounds like it. <laughs> you already know what comes up to that, right? Oh, so, Get on the floor. Get on the floor. So my question is, so it's like, it's tough, I would say, for like any... All right, politics, there's, there's a little bit of politics that are involved in like almost any profession or any type of like field that you try to go into. However, I feel like for some individuals, once they get to a, and, and I feel like with me, what I just said, when you get to certain levels of your profession, the politics increase and certain people, like you just said, the dude might be brilliant. He's the, you know, number one doctor or the number one uh, representation of a physician in America. But that don't mean he know politics. That don't, know, that don't mean he know how to, like, maneuver around the political aspects of his profession, I guess is what I'm saying. But he, he, wasn't, he wasn't brought in to be a, a politician, though. He's brought in to be the, the Surgeon General. Yeah, but that that still doesn't negate what I'm saying in the terms of once you reach certain levels of any profession, you everybody can't do it. For example... Michael Jordan wasn't the uh, humanitarian or the the individual from a social dynamic that LeBron is. True that. We don't know why, but that's what it is. We see Republicans it. buy shoes too. I may see, but I can. <laughs> politics <laughs> over Punani SP. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, man. That that should exist. Uh, like I said, I'm not defending it because there's no defending on his approach. There, there's no defense to his approach. But I'm just I'm just throwing that out there as a as a, a thing to think about. Tidbit. Yeah, you're right, SP, because uh, he's not like savvy. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what you're trying to get at. He's not like right. politically or or probably in circles savvy to you know to speak to the people in a way that that can relate. And I bet that's something that maybe came down the chain was like, hey, hey, Jerome, we need you to talk to your people. <laughs> <Jerome>. <laughs> 
and try to, try to comfort them or something. Hey. Because, yeah, yeah, like I felt like, but and this was his attempt, I think, at doing that with him and whoever his staff is, and he literally just failed miserably. You know, I think to to SP's point, he just fell on his face. And and to your point, they could have chosen him specifically because they knew he liked those capabilities. They knew he was going to go out there and say exactly what they wanted and, you know, was going to walk away with it like that. I'm sure they chose him for a specific reason. Can you imagine Trump telling him, hey, hey tell him to do it for Abuela. Is it Abuela? Abuela, yeah. Abuela. <laughs> no, you, know, you know he stumbled all over that shit. <laughs> tell him to do it for the Mexican grandma. <laughs> And pop pop and granddaddy, whatever you guys call y'all people, basically. Yeah. Hey, before we move on, don't uh don't let this uh coronavirus distract you from the fact that Aisha Curry wanted attention from other men while she was married, and every woman in America justified it. That came from left field. I don't know. I just saw it on Instagram. I thought it was funny. <laughs> but speaking of Instagram, we're gonna go on uh. Go ahead and jump on Diddy here real quick. Pause, no homo, no remix. He was uh, on. No, 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 it's Diddy. You got to remix it. He was on uh, Instagram Live doing a, uh, what was it? A uh, dance-a-thon. Yeah, essentially. Trying to raise money for the uh, for healthcare workers and whatnot. You know, good, good, wholesome type stuff to do, even though he should have just used his own money. But that's neither here nor there. So he had a, he had a lot of uh, big name individuals, uh, Joining the live stream, we had Drake, uh, Jennifer Lopez, Meg Thee Stallion, Kelly Rowland, among others. And then uh, Sterling Perry's most favoriteest person in the world, Lizzo, whose first name I just found out was Elizabeth. I didn't know oh, that. I was joking when I said this. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I never, I didn't look oh, up. Oh, really? Oh, oh, yeah. I, I just trusted your word on that. But Elizabeth never mind. Elizabeth and Wiley. Let's assume that's what it is. Nevertheless, uh, she got up there and, you know, she she tends to enjoy shaking her buns uh, on camera, be that as it may. But uh, as she started to twerk to a Moneybag Yo song, Diddy hopped up and was like, whoa, 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 this is kid friendly. We can't have that up here. So she, she didn't realize what was going on. So she apologized. Everything was cool. And then uh, I guess later on in, in the day, um... Drea, who is from, I guess, uh, the former Basketball Wives star. So still don't know who she is as a person. I just know the name. Nevertheless, she got up there and uh, was dancing to uh, the hood classic, Back That Ass Up. And Diddy said nothing about it. He let it go on. He let it continue. Apparently, the, him and his sons were hyping her. So, of course, we all know how Black Twitter does. They uh, came to the defense of Lizzo and started to slander Diddy, saying he was body shaming Lizzo. And um, essentially allowed Drea to uh, shake her buns on his live stream and not Lizzo. So I come to you guys with this question. Do you think he was right first before we move further? Do you think he was right in uh, allowing one and not the other? Well, my answer every time when it comes to that is going to be, yeah. Because in my personal opinion, preference is of the matter of the heart. So if you do not prefer BBWs, that's what you do not prefer. 
If you do not prefer dark-skinned women, that's what you do not prefer. If you do not prefer ivory women, that's what you do. That's what you do not prefer. So, this notion of what you prefer is right or wrong is ignorant. But I mean, if we're going with it, hell no, he won't wrong. Cal? I don't really care for us. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, seems like Nixon. Hold, hold on. One, one thing. Uh, Melissa is her name. Uh, Melissa got redeemed by uh, Tory Lanez. So he let her shake a butt. Look yeah, I saw that. So. They lifted, Drake, they lifted Drake, Drake would never. Hey, Sap you, Sap, you got anything on it? I mean, you know, I ain't seen the video of, of what Lizzo was doing. And for real, I ain't seen either. But it, if if Lizzo was twerking, he was like, we don't want that. And then somebody else started twerking. He was like, yeah, I like that. I mean, that just shows the man's heart. He just don't probably like Lizzo or something about Lizzo. But, you know, it's whatever because Tori's Lanez, like you said, gave her a, a huge platform. That was fire. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> huge platform. <laughs> Why you do that, man? <laughs> well, hey, man, she deserves it. And, uh, Rory, uh, he, he keep you good over there. Yeah, I'm, I'm alive now, and I think. Okay, what you uh, what you what your take on the Diddy Lizzo situation? Man, I got back just in time. <laughs> well, since you asked, shout out to SP's number one client, Lizzo. Um, two dollar bill thongs coming y'all way in the fall. She's on a press run, but now nah, I, I don't see why people tripping on Diddy. Man, he ain't do nothing wrong. He didn't want his phone possibly cracking like that, so he had to get up out of there. He knew what the vibes was. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's like on, you know, it just that's that's a it's his prerogative. So you know, it just shows Diddy, just shows Diddy heart. Just shows. But Diddy no, I think he had a good reason though, bro. He said he didn't want it. He didn't want the song. Lizzo was playing some real provocative money bag, yo. And Andrea was playing a, a national anthem. So I mean, that's. I understand why he wouldn't want such music on this on this platform. It was Thanks kids watching, and it was Sunday. I'm glad I'm glad you you brought the explanation piece into it. That's where I have to disagree. That motherfucker is a fool. He know damn well that explanation was trash. He could have did better than that. What you, what you mean? What, what what he should have done is one. So, uh, never mind. I let Sap do his thing. He should have. Uh, if he don't like. Seeing Lizzo shake her butt on camera, that's fine. That's his prerogative. He he doesn't have to. He, nobody should be nobody should be forced because females are the same way when it comes to certain people. They like to see certain things from certain people and not see certain things from certain people. So that's the same boat that he was in. Exactly. But as as SP was saying, for his explanation, he instead of trying to cover it up and make it seem like it wasn't wasn't what it was when it was clear as day that that's what it was, he should have just been honest and be like. That's not my. That's not what I like to see. That's not. That's not my thing. That's not. I'm. I'm good on that. I don't have any problems with her. I love her. Whatever the case may be with their personal relationship. But I, essentially, I don't want to see her ass. Now, Dre, on the other hand, she tends to fall in line with the type of people that Diddy have dated over the years. Slim. She look. She a little like, bit older though. She look yeah, older. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, but as far as looks and whatnot like that, so you can understand why they allowed that to go on. Regardless of the fact of how wrong it was, yes, we know it's a double standard. We live in a world with double standards. We know that. That's life. We we can't get around that. But as far as being mad at him because of because of that, it's just kind of like, 
uh, I mean, it ain't that deep because everybody that's mad has a preference to what they like to see and what they don't like to see. Some chicks don't like fat dudes. Some chicks like fat dudes. Hey, hold on. Y'all, y'all go to the chat, bro. What? <laughs> I ain't even clicking on that. Anyway, um, yeah, so it's, it's just... Hey, speaking of fat dudes, a quick plug for all those who watch Insecure. My fat man... Whoa, 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 whoa. We ain't spoiling. We're not spoiling. What you it, mean? You should be watching already. Spoiler. It's not a spoiler. Oh, okay. It's just a plug. It's just a okay. plug. I'm just saying, fat, not fat dudes, big boys, uh, full size, however you want to describe it. Boogieing down with with uh, Issa on uh, on the uh, on the first first scenes, first minutes of, uh, of the show, man. That was that was dope, man. So, you know, this 2020 about the year be the year of the full size nigga. What you mean the year? We've been here. I mean, you can be there, but this could still be your year, man. <laughs> We've been doing this. Y'all ain't gonna, y'all ain't gonna body shame fat boys. But no, that's what Stop. I'm saying. It's the fact that, um, well, like on live on TV, where everywhere millions of people can see it, not just you know in the privacies of people's homes or on your DMs, but like out there on the forefront. It's like full size. What's good? Showing love. You know what I'm saying? Hey, all All I know is that we as a black community need to stick together. Yeah, we do. Roy, you're fired. Hey, no, no, nah, it, it was just because it was cute. If anybody else would have said it, I'd have probably jumped in there. <laughs> I got beef, yo. This, this show said this, this bad boy death row kind of beef right here, me and Q. You know what I mean? Well, we, know, got, we, know, we know you, Biggie. You know what I'm saying? You must be on death row. Hey, Cal, can you repeat what Q said? <clears throat> well, one thing I can say is all black folks, we need to stick together. Why y'all want to stick together? No, I'm just playing. So, I was proposed a question, talking in another group chat, not related to uh, to any shows of any sort, like some of my uh, counterparts. But in this chat, the question was asked, did integration hurt the black community? And we briefly spoke on this a while back, like episode three or four. It was one of them. I think it was the Martin Luther King episode, actually. But, okay. But then when I... um. When I thought about it some more, it, it really made sense to me that that I think integration was not the worst thing that's ever happened, but it, it kind of set us back in a sense that we stopped relying on ourselves as a community. Uh, back in the day, you know, had Black Wall Street and even even our neighborhoods, people, you know, you, you worked in your neighborhood, you lived in your neighborhood, you went to school in your neighborhood, but you also spent your money in your neighborhood which in a sense provided some economic stability for our neighborhoods and for our generations. And then integration came about and, and the, the money started moving to other parts of town. And then that kind of created the ghettos and, and you know, the, the underprivilegedness of the black community, so to speak, of what we see today and what we consider the black communities. So what are y'all's thoughts on uh, the integration hurt the black community? I'm guessing this is what Q is being petty and not going to respond and be like, well, if it was anybody else, you know, I would have won. See? And I asked I asked the question this week and y'all ain't answered. See? That's why I don't ask questions no more. You know what? I'm tired of asking questions. Nah, that's, that's, I, I want to give other people a chance to hop in. 
Nah, so yeah. I just knew Q was gonna be the first person. Yeah, this yeah. This warehouse, man. <laughs> yeah, no, some real shit. I remember uh, at Norfolk State, behold the green and gold. Um, my speech teacher, she used to go to Booker Booker T. Washington, which was across the street from Norfolk State. Yeah, the black lady. Yeah, 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 Miss Um, I forget her name. Me too. She, and she that's when Brian could pull the gun out on me in class. <laughs> 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 <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm lying. Oh, was Jesus. <laughs> no, I was joking with this nigga all day in speech. And uh, this nigga was getting frustrated. And I told this nigga Q that uh, Brian pulled a gun out on me. This nigga was scared. I was not scared, but he thought it was serious for like two days. And, uh, <laughs> That's real. Boy, That's my bad, real. My bad. Whatever her name was. I almost, almost failed her speech class, too. That was, that was, almost lost a full ride scholarship on that shit. <laughs> Man, we ain't going to talk about losing full ride scholarships in classes. Speech. All but no, but, fuck but, math. She was the first person to introduce to me the idea that integration was bad for the black community because she would say at Burger T because it was the black high school in the, in Norfolk. They had black teachers who actually cared about them, who actually took the time and invested in them and made sure that they learned the things they needed to learn and kept them in line and, and spoke the language. Unlike, you know, Jerome Adams over here, you know, trying to translate. Romy Rome. Rony Rome, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but she was the one who, she was like, yeah, Booker T, uh, we used to send kids that they used to get jobs. They went to top schools and just all of, most people went to college because that just, they were just prepared to do so. But um, but once integration happened, she said all of that changed because all the good teachers were pulled out of Booker T. Washington, was pulled out to school. And really, if y'all actually like dig into the history of Brown versus Board of Education, when they were like, "Yo, we wanna, we wanna go, we wanna integrate school." That that was the case that integrated schools. What the Supreme Court said, which is fucked up, which you know, is is so. This is what they said, and I'm I'm ad libbing a little bit here, but essentially the Supreme Court was like, "Yo, there's no way a child can get an adequate education in segregated schools because." Or, they, or I'll say pause there. They just said there's no way a child can get a adequate education when the schools are segregated. They said that with the reasoning behind it being uh, black people can't possibly educate children to be successful. Y'all feel me? Yes, sir. It, it's it's so, so, so it's like what they didn't say was that black people can't possibly cannot educate cannot be teachers, cannot have good schools. So therefore, in order for black children to get a proper education, they need to go to white schools. They need to have white teachers. So that's the racism that's steeped within Brown versus Board of Education and how it was interpreted when really the whole purpose of them bringing that was like, yo, we want the uh, Brown was like, yo, we want to have school choice. We don't want to we want to have the choice to go to a school across the street if we want to. We don't want the state to tell us that we can't go to a school. But the Supreme Court then turned around and flipped it on them and said, hey, well, it's impossible to have uh, equal education, separate but equal, equal education, because black people are not equal and therefore cannot educate equally to a white person, school, institution, you name it. So that's, yeah, that's where integration really kind of started and started to be the downfall, especially of the education system of black people in America. Well said. Preach, brother Sap, preach. 
uh, I don't know. It was a it's kind of a toss up in my for me. You know, part of it is yeah, it did hurt just because it was you you put people in situations where they weren't they were already not welcome as is not being a part of something, and then you put them there. And I, I don't know what the hell their, their hopes were initially with it, but you put them in situations like we all we we all see that one picture of, of the little black girl walking through the crowd of white folk going to that I think the elementary school all the time and how impactful that Ruby picture. Bridges? Uh, yeah, like, Bridges. Her name is Ruby something, yeah. Yeah, shout but, uh, out to Ruby But we like we see that she and see how. Uh, Maybe pro- probably because I mean that was in like what the sixties, fifties, sixties something think like she that. Is still alive. So I, she probably, say I saw a meme like doing Black History Month that she was alive, yeah, and it was telling us to stay woke. You know? Probably so, yeah. but uh, like putting putting people putting especially like kids in those in those type of situations, I don't know. I just it didn't seem advantageous. I like at the time, like now in hindsight, obviously everything kind of worked out. Not kind of worked. Out. Everything worked out, I guess, for the for the betterment. But at, especially at that time, having to, like, could y'all like imagine? trying to deal with that being in school you've been around black folk your whole life white people don't like you for the most part and then they just throw you in the school with a bunch of white people you sitting in there you walking around school getting called monkey and nigger with the strong er and all that type of stuff on a regular basis is i'm sure was uh difficult and even with like work and just everything that was going on at, at that point when they were starting to integrate and whatnot but uh, I don't know, man. It's it's. I think, like I said, I think it's, it's kind of like a. It was a good bad thing because I think if we would have kind of kept our kept everything in house together, we could have built something that was that may have been more uh, beneficial for us now <laughs> than uh, advantageous, beneficial. Then, uh, I don't know. It's yeah. I don't know. Because you know, you know, once we get together and once we put our heads together as as, as uh, African Americans, we. We do that shit. So it could have been a situation like uh, I think Roy said we was talking about uh, Black Wall Street. It could have been a situation like that. that where that was see, those what were. You saw what happened though. They, yeah, I know, but they got that thing. regardless. So. Yeah, they, yeah, got yeah, that, no. they got that shit up out of there. Out of there. Yeah, in the heart. Yeah, we weren't gonna be able to do it. No, so but they, no. They just keep bombing. So yeah, it, it would have had to get to the point where they would have had to constantly keep doing it because we would have still kept happening. Yeah, and then. And it would have turned into another civil war because at some point niggas was gonna get tired. My yeah. would have popped up out of nowhere and was like, "All right," and yeah. But no, nah, I, I don't know. I think I think if we we could have we could have made something happen. But you know, it's at this point it's hindsight. So everything that, for the most part worked out, give or take here and there. That's what I kind of look at it from too. Like more not social but more economics. It. Integration kind of caused it where you could you they could hide the racism in the business now, versus yeah. integ- you know segregation yeah. you could kind of you could kind of build wealth as a as a as a minority and protect yourself you know with a black business or just in in your ownership in your loans you didn't have to go to the to predominantly white bank that that had a boardroom full of fifty people that didn't look like you you know creating interest rates that you'll never better pay back. Things of that nature where the racism now is hidden in the big business and economically we'll never be able to beat that because all our money is tied to to the economy, which is run by the country. Think of uh, and to that point, Roy, like uh, 
like uh, government contracts, city contracts, how they don't really go to black businesses, or, or it's just a uh, constant struggle to try to get those contracts. And they, they even got, you know, they, they create programs, of course. They got this joint called A8, or 8A, sorry. But it's a it's a government contract, pretty much path or streamline, where a certain percentage of contracts go to black businesses or minority businesses. Yeah. But they only send a percentage of the contracts for all the minority businesses to bid against. And you can still bid regularly, but that program is specifically only for minority businesses. So they're still controlling it. It's systematic. Yeah. And I know people who, who work on that, who worked in like AA contracts and mm-hmm. they, 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 I could talk, I could connect you with them, Roy, cause they in Maryland. And, um, they say that it, it didn't really work well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah. even within that, it's still just a level of deficiencies that give everybody else a leg up. And also on the, on the effect of like integration, when it came to like, like teachers, for example, cause this is just a historical context um, cause you know, being a teacher back then in like the sixties, seventies was like a, a major thing. Like people, instead of going off and getting industry jobs when they went to college and, you know, got educated, they came back to the community to teach so they could, you know, spread the knowledge. So that was like a, a very reputable, uh, profession. I mean, it, it still has a bit of that today, but you know, with testing and all that stuff is, is like standardized testing makes it real difficult, but more so it's like. But back then you was like real super well respected and kind of the top educated person in your community if you were a teacher. And what Brown versus Board of Education did, which you know forced integration to happen more or less, essentially a lot of black teachers got fired because their schools got integrated. So they made sure all the white teachers were employed and they employed more white teachers. And then it became a struggle for black teachers to find work, for black administrators to find work. So that in itself was just a hit to the community at that time, which I can imagine still has waves that we feel today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Any other thoughts on that integration in the black community? I just want to say that uh, as black folks, uh, we are some of the best entertainers in the world. And they still did. We're the, we're the best at a whole lot of stuff, but like, and, they still, and they still had didn't want black people in that either. Oh, we we had our own thing with that. They they couldn't take that from us. Yeah, true. even though they was taking uh you know white our songs and in groups and putting white people on the cover, but that's Sap's point. Well, Don't shout out me trying to uh, throw an alley oop to Sap, but I guess he didn't yeah. catch it. No, 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 I did, but I just, I just had to make the point. <laughs> Tell him, Sap, you were still you were still here. <laughs> I know I was zoned in. Y'all talking about racism in the black community. It just kind of hit my nerve. But speaking of entertainment, man, with all this coronavirus, quarantine, shutdown, lockdown situations, you know, I just was, you know, just kind of soaking in a lot of content. And I just brought to the, I want to bring up, you know, what some of the fellas like uh, favorite content at us out because a lot of uh, new shows, well, not even new shows, but just things being put into the, out for entertainment on the music side, uh, on the, you know, ESPN is getting real creative. You know, we got the Jordan doc coming out soon, you know, shout out to insecure and Issa Rae that just dropped last Sunday, you know? So I just want to, you know, pose a question, like what's y'all favorite content that y'all getting into since you may have a little bit more time or be at home more often than you normally would. Free Joe exotic. (laughs) 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 That's that's how you come back. That's a hell of an intro. 
Okay. All right. See what time it is. The Tiger King. Nah, that was pretty interesting though. Um, Ozark three is pretty good too. Just if we go on the Netflix road. Um. Damn. I'm not a I'm not a big TV watcher though, man. So I'm a uh, I'm a I'm gonna have to lean on y'all for this one. So so what what do you do what what are you doing at this time, SP? If you're not watching TV, uh, I mean for me, work hasn't stopped. So I mean every day is a work day for me, Monday through Friday, regular scheduled program. Uh, only differences in a different environment at the crib as opposed to in the office, um, which sucks. For me personally, but you know, I'm starting to adapt, starting to get better. Um, but I'm a big podcast listener though, so uh, no yeah. pre-plug. What's, what's no your favorite? What's your favorite no. podcast? No pre-plug. Uh, besides Council on the Clutch. Okay, that's all I need to hear. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> anything else? Anything else past that doesn't matter. Especially not the other podcast. But uh, yeah. So. <laughs> But uh, no, nah, hey, hey, Kyle, Kyle, what you what you what you currently doing, bro? What you what you got going on doing doing said quarantine? You know, you know, you're an interesting <laughs> guy. Hey, Roy, I think it's time to pays up. <laughs> These niggas there. What well, happened? Um, Showing teeth. <laughs> anyway, hey, hold on. Hey, I'm, out here, I'm, I'm out here. I'm out here trying to slow the curve down, and y'all niggas got jokes. Said I'm joking. Oh, what slow the curve down. down. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> But no, um, to, to answer the question that was posed, um, since there's no sports, usually I'm, I'm really only watching sports or sports-related content. I've caught myself watching goddamn near every episode of How It's Made <laughs> on a Science Channel. <laughs> Some interesting ways things be made. I, I don't know. I just, I've been doing a lot more YouTubing. Um, Content-wise, it's just been a lot of educational stuff. Um, I feel like I'm damn near a physicist now. Um, a whole bunch of, you know, astrology type stuff. I mean, astronomy type stuff. So I don't know, just, just, just educating on shit that I always had some interest in. I mean, interest in, but getting a little bit deeper into it. Word, word, word. And anything else? Nothing? You good? Everything good? Chief smiling? Chief? All that? Word. Um, I, no, mind. No Instagram, to- Instagram <laughs> selfies, anything? No? You just decided that today was the day. Today no? was the day. Wow. Yeah. I, oh, okay. I, I was outside. It was feeling good. You know, I had my new hat. Gazebo. You know. Yeah. Nah, I painted the railing on the deck today. My mom came over and helped me out. Where? Where? Shout out, mom. Oh, you, your mom met her. Okay. Where? 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 Oh, that was that was a spin. Sure, sure, Roy. Um, yeah, as Q know, uh, my niece is uh, seventeen today, so I uh, got to get the you know clean the gun off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, respect. It's a crazy, it's a crazy world out here in these. Yeah, that's about it though. Word, word, word. Just, just waiting for y'all niggas' jokes. That's you know, that's what I'm doing now. Nah, we'll save those five off, off, offline. Yeah, yeah, we'll wait till after the anchor at yeah. chat only, chat only. Yeah. What about you, Q? What you, uh, what you queuing up? <laughs> Saving uh, the world. <laughs> what Sap said. I mean, not Sap, but uh, SP said same, same thing. Uh, work still going on, so. My days are still the same outside of not really listening to uh, Uncle Shay and all them as uh, frequently. I mean, they still be posting it, but it's, I don't know. It's kind of, it's different now watching, watching, listening to them, I would say. But 
realistically, I'll just be playing the game when I'm not at work or lifting weights in an undisclosed location. Or uh, jealous. Or um, I just got into watching Ozark. So, like as people talking about season three, I'm in uh, season one currently. So that's my my Netflix thing I got going on current right now. But uh, realistically, that's about it. Stick with yeah. it, bro. I know that. I know that season, it's, bro. It's it's, uh, it's so slow. It is, but it, but it's because they got to build up the story. Where it promise you, stick with that junk. You gonna you gonna see why. Understand. Understand. Yeah, those all look real weird, man. I, I see it. I'm like, man, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's real slow because I've been it's been taking me a while because to watch it. Like I start watching it, and I stop. Then I start back because I'm like, man. But I can I can see where it's going, and I'm like, all right, it's gonna get better. But then it's like I gotta sit through this shit. Then I gotta look at the wife. She annoying the daughter. I want to punch her in the throat. It's just it's just so much going on. The the wife you gonna you gonna wanna you gonna wanna assassinate that jump by the end of the. <laughs> By the time you get like season two or three, word, crazy, crazy. Uh, Nixon, did you speak on your uh, quarantine life? Yeah, man. You know, I filed for unemployment. Um, no, I was just playing. Let me stop joking. I will though. When I see how much they getting to do nothing, I I sit at home for twenty eight weeks. But um, man, I started school, man. So I've been doing this classwork, and then somehow I got deemed essential. So I'd be actually having to go out in the streets and uh, and work. You know. Not 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 as cool as your job, but I guess I'm working. I ain't really watching nothing though, cause my life ain't really changed. I'm still working and and getting fatter by the day, cause I ain't stopped eating, but I damn sure stopped working out. You overweight for heavyweight, Roy? Oh shit, I ain't been heavyweight since I left high school. Word, <laughs> <laughs> one yeah. thing that I. One thing that sparked this for me was um, so a lot of the DJs they don't have um, like they, they ain't no parties to go to no more. They ain't no events and stuff like that because all that shut down. So like some of my favorites like uh, Quest Love is on YouTube live and all them other platforms just spinning and, and playing music for like three, two, four hours straight, and it's just straight love, man. So I'll be listening to that for real live when I can, or I just put that on as I'm just, like, walking around the house and trying to put the baby to sleep, you know, it's real entertaining, you know, getting that music history in, and even just, like, he just is a great DJ, man, for real, and then I ain't on Insta IG like that, but they got, uh, like, different DJs, like, going, like, battling and going head-to-head, so I wonder y'all checked any of that out yet. Yeah, I looked at all of them except for, uh, Oh, uh, the Hit Boy and Boy Wonder. Those are, that's the only one I didn't watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for this weekend. That's the I mean T Pain and uh and Lil John was fine too, but but yeah, I'm ready for this weekend. What's yeah, this weekend? Gonna watch that shit. Yeah, what's this weekend? Yeah, Teddy Riley and Babyface. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be some good quality there. Good A one. You hear me? That's gonna be some good quality. Babyface ain't make a lot of records himself personally, but his hands are in a lot of records. That yeah, sense. that's the point of it, though. It, it's not what you made. Yeah, it's, it's what your hands on. Uh, Scott it's, it's, Stokes would have definitely got washed. <laughs> contribution. Because Scott Stokes is out here playing Dr. Dre hits, but, you know, we ain't going to talk about that. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what the white man do. Scott Stokes, <laughs> come on, man. Don't do that to Scott. Right, boy. Scott Stokes is not even credited on Blow Your Mind by Eve. 
Meanwhile, Manny Fresh is playing all the songs that he actually produced. Manny Fresh, that, that's what I hated about that battle. Everybody was trying to say Manny got washed. I said, bro, y'all just ain't from the South for real. Because Manny created a lifestyle. From the South. It ain't about being from the South. You got to think about it. It wasn't fair in general anyway because Scott Source is a bigger, he did more poppy type music. And like Manny Fresh was literally like the in-house producer for Cash Money pretty much. I forgot he did stuff for Jeezy. And Ti, but it's like when you think Manny Fresh, you really think Cash Money. Man, so did he playing a whole bunch of like? Yeah. You said what? Like I the said, did he do stuff for Ti? I could hear you. I said, did he do stuff for Ti? Oh, I mean, yeah, but that was like but, a sarcasm. I couldn't see it. the first two times. I couldn't catch it, so I didn't. I didn't hear the sarcasm. That's My crazy. Bad. You just watched him like up, that. That's wild. Jesus. Nah, he was, he was breaking up, man. I couldn't nah, hear you just watched him like that on live television. That's crazy. Well, niggas on TV? <laughs> SP, I see why you want to leave the show, bro. I get it. <laughs> they, they treat Damn. me like this. I wanted to get up out of here, too. Hey, I, I literally could not hear him, but that's cool. I never hey, really Kel. said that. All right. Hey, Kel, speaking of uh speaking of live TV, currently, we're missing one major thing that's not on live TV right now. Way to catch yourself, because you was about to intro that topic. That <laughs> <laughs> boy, hey, he, he about to throw the ball out of bounds with and save it himself. He about to call a timeout, to call a timeout too. Hell that was yeah. one. Well, yes. One Speaking of live TV, the playoffs should be starting soon. Damn, you We're just going to cut SP up. off? Damn, Damn. Kyle. That's no, crazy. Wow. I nah. didn't hear him. That's that's one of the that's one of the possessions where you jump up in the air and nigga thought he was gonna shoot, then he tried to pass at the last second. That shit go flying out of bounds like you in the park. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Very specific. Hey, hate that shit in the park, dog. Every pass out of a shot don't gotta go flying out of the, uh, down court. It Man. should be like you like like an NBA player can't pass out of a shot. Crazy. But uh, continue, Roberts. Continue. Oh, uh, yeah. So, what y'all niggas been doing without sports, man? We literally just told people what we was doing. Yeah. <laughs> it, kinda, it all just kind of rolled in together now that, now that we're looking at it. I guess being more sports-specific thoughts, it's kind of like, I don't know. Life, su- don't, life don't, sucks without sports. It's it's weird because, like, it not having sports on TV affects so much stuff. Like, social media is kind of different and – like even with ESPN or whatnot, like they just they're playing, like Disney movies on ESPN the other day. I forgot whatever one it was, but Airbud. I don't know. It was something, but it's just like it's just kind of like different. And like I said, just being on social media and not having, and just seeing like a bunch of old stuff constantly, constantly, constantly. So it's it's kind of cool in a sense because you see some like old highlights that you may have not seen in a while or something like that. But overall, it's like, damn. But for me, I'm not like you guys. I don't necessarily sit down and watch sports like that as far as the actual game. Highlights and knowing what's going on is, is one thing, but like actually sitting down and watching the whole entire basketball game or football game, I typically don't do that just, just because I just don't. So not having sports on TV isn't particularly affecting me, but not having sports overall is just weird in general. Huge part of entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, at least we know the NBA ain't gonna go bankrupt. 
Yeah. That's crazy. But speaking of bankruptcy, nah, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> I, it was that was too easy. That was too easy. That was too easy. Man, nah, it's weird though. Cause we was just talking about the XFL like every episode. I really thought they was gonna last, and then they, you know, they seized oh, operations. Oh, how you? How you? Did you look at the notes? This nigga took the whole commercial break. Nah, I thought he was. I thought he was. I thought he was throwing the. I thought he was throwing the segue because I was like, we should nigga, move it I up anyway. No look. I threw a no look past the SP. Yeah, I was literally about to run with it. <laughs> oh, hey, hey look. A short, but it's cool. You, talking hey, all, nah. talking all over SP. <laughs> SP wasn't hey. talking yet. Hey SP, I, I see why you uh why you trying to leave, bro. Yeah, I'd be like that too, wow. if niggas walking over top of me like this. And stealing my segues and, and jumping five topics. Hey. Y'all wearing off hey. on me, man. Y'all listen, bro. y'all maybe and see we, we never had this problem until y'all told me start reading the notes. You you obviously we never know. had this problem. Yeah, clearly, clearly no, you didn't read the notes. I actually read the notes, but I got I got two screens up, so I got the other one up there. So I saw bankruptcy and I was like, oh, folded. Let's go to it. I won't even think about that. But it's even though, even though Sterling's topic says, can your significant other lead to prosperity or bankruptcy? But we was talking SP. about sports, so you S- said bankruptcy. SP in parentheses. <laughs> Specifically. Oh, and bold. See, but we never had this problem when I didn't read the notes. Well, speaking of notes, speaking you don't of problems. You don't want to you don't want to come home to a note from your significant other saying that they're gone because you don't know how to handle your money. And on that note, where to get back on? <laughs> I saw uh, a post from a, a follower of mine, or actually, I follow him. Um, oh, he follow you? Uh, he might. I don't know, but mm-hmm. uh, he's a financial investor. Uh, was a, I guess you could say coach. Um, found him on the one of the podcasts that I listen to. I ain't gonna put in no names because they ain't paying me no money. But uh, show. <laughs> exactly. Uh but his note said, fellas, and I mean, this could go to ladies too. Y'all ready to have this convo about who you date, marry, and have kids with will either bankrupt you or push you to prosperity. So that got me thinking about, you know, some of my uh past endeavors or uh, relationships, as some may call. And I could definitely see myself personally where one of those relationships didn't lead me to bankruptcy, so to speak, but my pockets were extra light um, once I decided to leave that situation. And, um, well, I've never been on the other end. So uh this brought up the question. <laughs> this nigga just said, well, everybody else I've messed with, eh, just ain't been shit. <laughs> no, this no. It hurt me, but they ain't been shit. I could say, especially maybe two out of recent memory of the young ladies that I've spoken to, uh, were on their way to pushing me to prosperity, but you know, <laughs> A and B happened, so I had to see what to out. That's um, you take like four shots for me real quick and uh, <laughs> get back to that last phrase you said you about to Please. We need, we need, we need uh, tequila, spir- uh, tequila, uh, I think I can't talk, tequila Perry. Tequila? Wow. Come on, man. Let's, let's, let's not do that. Let's not let's do, do that. Hey, yeah. hey, he was entertaining, man. 
Hey, listen, that boy, that boy had the greatest, the greatest four story post in a row I've ever seen in my life. Nigga, nigga I was low key about to uh, put a battery in his back. Like, man, go ahead and post your whole facts. But I was like, Duh. Hey, that wouldn't, that wouldn't Bi- be responsible. Hey, bike to bike to bike. Listen, I'm talking, I'm talking <laughs> game winners, game seven, down two, and he had to shoot a three pointer with four seconds or point four seconds left. This nigga, Robert Ori. This nigga hit the LeBar ball when it's done. He said, never lost. God. You're right, SP. I just, like, can you give us a recap of that, SP, while we here? Uh, some of it some of it isn't clear for the airways. Uh, okay. Okay. FCC has already, already spoken to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. <got> my letter. <laughs> hey, say, say less. Conversation ended. Then it came knocking at the door and whatnot. Instagram actually reached out as well um, via DM. Yeah, you, you on your Tory Lane shit, ain't you? <laughs> hey, look. Nigga said, guidelines, guidelines, guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's too funny. What, what was you thinking? He'll reach out and say, yo, you wildin' B. What was you thinking the morning after, though, when you reread that? He ain't regret shit because he ain't deleted. <laughs> I did. I felt, I, felt, I felt pretty good. It, it, it actually felt even more uh, of a relief. When I woke up that morning and and saw what I put and woke up to about two or three DMs that were pretty. Oh, stop, so, so, stop! 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 Hey guys, and, prosperity or big <laughs> Yeah, man, I I agree with my dog SP hundred percent. Man, the right relationship or the wrong relationship could could make or break you. Um, it's a real life thing when you're talking about marriage and all that, man, and finances. Because especially in today's world where, where the cost of living, it goes up when you're together for sure. Electricity, insurance, entertainment, just everything. And then from a guy's perspective, I mean, how can I say this? This are you, would you, Where are you speaking from exactly? <laughs> uh, a, a, place of, a place of knowledge from our brethren. No, no, no. We mean physically like if we had a blueprint of your house, where are you sitting? <laughs> Oh, oh! In conjunction I, to someone if, else. If I had a house and I wasn't homeless, I would be in the office recording a podcast away from all parties involved. And doors are closed. Okay, all right. Yes, a hundred percent, a thousand locked. <laughs> so, as I was thinking of how to word what I was going to say, dog, let me stop. When a nigga got to pay for everything. When you go out on dates and everything else, and then you start paying bills, bro, you really got to think about what you're doing. Like, I think it matters, though, in real life, though. You got to, like, whoever you with, y'all got to kind of enjoy some of the same things. And and also, you got to understand, like, your finances and their finances got to conjoin together because you're going to need to rely on each other. I mean, unless you're rich, but if you're just working and, you you know, y'all building something or trying to build something... And your goals got to be the same. Because if you dating somebody that don't care about saving or don't want to invest nothing, you're not going to be able to save and invest if all they doing is spending. So you kind of got to balance that out and have them talks and conversations. Um, especially our generation, we're not going to have social security for real. So unless everybody working and, and got a stable 401k, which that ain't even guaranteed no more, you're going to have to find a way to save and invest your money for retirement so y'all can be happy in your 20s. But if y'all ain't financially sound, divorce coming in 45. Because when them kids start popping out and you got to think about retirement, then you got to think about families involved, you're going to get stressed out. 
So what I, what I'm hearing is uh, save money and pull out. Yeah, yeah, save money, pull out. Oh, okay, um, all right now, uh, Q. So, uh... nah, not like not not to hurt you. Save, save the podcast. Save the podcast. <laughs> no, nah, no, <nah>, you good. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is this in one edit? Of course, one edit. hundred percent. I just wanted to get that joke off. That joke had to fly. But you can leave this joke part in. No, fifty-six minutes, Roy edit. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, you gotta put that, you gotta get that out. But nah, it's a um that was that was that was funny. I ain't gonna lie, I laughed. I knew I fucked up when I said it, but I laughed. It, it was worth it. Roy, Roy it was worth it. A, a Dave Chappelle uh skit that that we're all very familiar with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, no, we good. That's my one edit point. We good. We good. I knew I had one. It was going to come at this topic. I was already ready for it. I just didn't know where it was going to end. But no, man. Yeah. I think what you're talking about Roy is something my grandma and then my, my pops would say is uh, you and your other need to be uh, equally yoked. It's real biblical and shit. Uh, like, like, like swole? No, 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 no. My bad, my bad, my bad. Egg wrong, wrong, wrong yoked, bro. My bad, my bad. Wrong but similar. Wrong but similar. <laughs> I mean, yeah, y'all. Hey, but y'all, technically, y'all, y'all got to pull the same weight. Like, like deadlift or, or, or squat? Q, I would hope you're not dating somebody that can deadlift as much as you. I mean, people are strong in this in this world, man. I'm just saying. I'm gonna are, to, you, uh, are you questioning, are you questioning Q, uh, Q's ability to handle the weight, fam? What's up? No, I'm questioning Susan's ability to deadlift 600 plus. <laughs> that is scary. Now nah, she could deadlift that. That is pretty scary. That's just scary. I would hate to get kicked by her. <laughs> I feel bad yeah, for I, Q because she beat him up. Hey, Sap, continue. Let's continue. Continue what you were saying. <laughs> I mean, and 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 thing is, we can uh, in 2020 in this new day and age of um, of living, uh, you can't uh, go by old by like what the 80s, 70s, maybe even early 90s mindset and style of living because we just ain't got it like that. You know what I'm saying? I, what, uh, I'm almost 30 and I still have roommates. You know what I'm saying? And I have roommates because it's more affordable to live with the amount of money I got coming in with these roommates. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm about to, you know, move in with a new roommate, significant other. And, you know, we got to share things and, and, got to uh, split bills and, you know, we got to have an open communication of, oh, what are you going to pay? I'll pay this. You pay that. Did you put this money down? Okay, I'll put that money down. I mean, we got to balance it and blend it, not be like, oh, you the man. You're supposed to be doing all of this stuff. It's like, nah, we can't do that. And she makes more than me. So we definitely can't do that. Yeah. It doesn't even make sense. So, yeah, you're right. You got And honestly, I kind of. Stay at home. Dad, I hear you, bro. <laughs> Stedman, Stedman, sat. If the yes, sir, I mean, we ain't bald. We're still a working class family, <laughs> and we'll be in the fall in the future. But yeah, man, you're right. You gotta pick. You gotta pick one. Not only on you know your financial future, but that has to be a conversation that's had. If that's gonna be a significant other or just you know one of the others that you messing with, you know what I'm saying? That was tough. Ooh, he in that, that bag. Yeah, that was tough. Boy, you was racing toward the finish line, then you just fucked <laughs> print. <laughs> but yeah, same thing. Everything everybody was saying is you you got to know what you're getting yourself into. You can't just be out and about doing your thing and expect, I guess, to have 
whomever with you and just like abide by what you're doing. As far as like if you're a money saver and just assume that they're going to do it because you do it, those conversations have to be had just so y'all can be on the same page as to what these guidelines are. Because I mean, if y'all just talking, then that's one thing. But once it gets to the point where y'all are like seriously about to get married in that ballpark where you need to figure out how y'all going, how y'all going to do life basically. So, excuse me. So if y'all on that same page or y'all haven't had those conversations leading up to that point, and then y'all get to that point and start talking about things and, 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 uh, situations are adding up as far as what one person wants to do compared to the other person, you could be putting yourself into a, a pickle essentially, but Overall, don't 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 let anybody break the way that you how you handle your money. Basically, like if you if you're a saver, then keep saving your money. Don't let somebody come in and change your your way of doing things. But you know, oh, true. Also, what Sat was saying, it's not 1960s, so no, we not just paying for everything and y'all staying at home. That it, it don't work like that nowadays. Shit is expensive. Milk is not twelve I mean, if, cent. It, Milk is not twelve it, cent. Gas is not seventeen cent. So there's a there's a line. You don't necessarily. You might not necessarily have to go fifty fifty on on everything like straight down the middle, just depending on how much you make compared to your significant other. But there there needs to be a point to where y'all are both spending money on on bills or or whatever the case may be that needs to be money needs to be spent on. And to that point, Q, I don't even know too many women who want to, you know, be just fifty-fifty, uh, stay at home like like in the sixties and all that shit. Not that everybody was doing that, but don't nobody want to do that today. And if they do, I don't know them. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, it's a reason. Is there's a reason why you do not know them? Because yeah, so because I know a lot of people <laughs> that uh, you know them. No, I don't personally know them, but I know the person that they are connected to, and mm. there are a lot of individuals that are stay-at-home mothers. Do you, do you need to get out of there? Do you need to get out of there? Get out of here. No. no. Get out of here. It's not, it's not a get out of there moment. It's not okay, so you ain't telling nobody business that ain't supposed to be told? No, 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 no. Listen, if, she, bitten, you know. if she's staying at home all day, boy, I need food every night. You hear no. me? But, uh, but yeah, so... I was I was gonna say, see, that's my thing. Like, I I think that 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 dynamic can work in twenty twenty. However, like oh. Seth said, I don't think it's too many women out here who, for one, want it. For two, are actually willing to live that dynamic for what it's worth, like what it actually is. Like, it's not oh, it's fifty fifty. You taking care of the home, I'm bringing in the revenue, and I'm doing some housework. No, 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 no. That's not how it worked. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and yes, I'm speaking from existence or experience. But, um, nah, it needs to be, for one, I mean, it just needs to be communication, man. Like, as far as what the dynamics are going to be, and it needs to be focused on the combined goals of the relationship in, re- in regards to finances. Yeah, man, because you don't want finances to, you know, break you up, break up a relationship that was going well for a few years, you know, people being irresponsible. And speaking of irresponsible uh, relationship breaking up, sisters and coronaviruses and getting the NBA canceled, 
Uh, Utah, <laughs> Utah Jazz is Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert's relationship is uh, seemingly on the rocks, but maybe not. So um, it's reported that Donovan Mitchell remains reluctant to repair his relationship with Rudy Gobert, being that, you know, Rudy is the whole primary reason for coronavirus. He started all of this. This is his fault, and we shall blame it on him. But uh, he said that the relationship doesn't appear to be uh, – hold on. Did I read that wrong? No, a source said it doesn't appear to be salvageable, but uh, Donovan is uh, remaining reluctant. I guess they, I don't know if they have talked about it or not. I would assume so, being that they had to both be quarantined, so they had plenty of time. But I guess how how would y'all feel if y'all were in the situation as Donovan and you had a teammate that uh, was going around doing a bunch of dumb shit and got sick and then got you sick? Because his dumb shit, and we're not talking about a normal sickness. We're talking about a sickness that would kill you, not like a sickness that Sat was trying to cure, but a little less than that, but still severe nonetheless. I feel like, as far as the, as far as the mending of the relationship, I mean, I feel like since I didn't die, and nobody in my family died. I'll be able to get over it, but I ain't gonna rock with you for a little bit. Word, word, word. I mean, they don't have to be friends. They work together. They 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 just they colleagues. Play, yeah, they just play basketball together. They don't have to be you know buddy buddy. True, true. Does it, was there a was there a relationship like just so awesome before this? Does anybody know that? I don't know, man. There's not too many black people in Utah. So true, true. You ain't lying, boy. I, I flew. I mean, go bear, go bear ain't one either. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But no, nah, I don't know. It's the interest. It, like you said, it'd probably be one of those situations where you just kind of like, I mean, we cool, but it's almost like you need space. Like, I, I'll get over it eventually at some point, but don't come talk to me yet because I'm, I'm probably still get mad. Especially, especially <laughs> if, like, not, if, That's exactly uh, what happened. <laughs> especially if, if Donovan, if he got, like, kids or, like, people that stay with him type situation where you could have potentially done this like put these people uh, expose these people to this just because you were being being retarded it's kind of like ah. but like you said i mean everything they they're both uh, i think they're both good now everything's cool as far as they are as far as them so it's kind of like all right we good but like right now just yeah no nah, don't just leave me alone <laughs> i mean neither I do they have to be to friends because they don't really I don't imagine they'll see each other because NBA ain't playing. And yeah. People are practicing, so they don't have to be DMing and texting each other. Yeah. So it work, it works out because they got they got time apart, basically. It, as this is starting to sound like a relationship, they they got time apart to be able to like gather themselves more so uh Donovan to like not get over it, but kind of just like, all right, this is what it is, this is what happened, blah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. It just all depends on how petty he is. If they're Calvin level petty, then you know this could take a little bit longer than normal. But if they don't care, no, no, if they're Calvin level petty. It's over. It's over. Didn't I just say I didn't die? Nobody died, so we'll, I'll get over it eventually. No, no, no. no, no, no. Hey, hey, Roy, that eventually is. That's, it's forever. That's hey, it, could, it. It could be a while. It could be a while. I, I've matured. I've, I've, I've known Cal damn near half my life. And he didn't talk to me for about a year and a half over a joke. I can only imagine if somebody gave him COVID. Hey, Roy, Roy, check me out here. Roy, check it out here. So, we were in high school, and 
Apparently, I did something. I don't know what the fuck I did, but this nigga stopped talking to me for like three or four months, and we were carpooling. Well, I was driving, but we were out. He, I was taking him home on my way to my house, I'm and this sure was, was and and this was I'm my nigga. Sure I was, I'm pretty sure I was not not talking to you while I was. But yeah, you was not talking to him. You was probably just a brand no, new you, time. It, no, it wasn't even a what time. It was like, all right, my mom will come get me from school. Damn, oh, man. that's I, I crazy. You made it seem like but I was sitting in the car. I, like, nope. <laughs> no, no, no. It was just like, yo, you, you, uh, you getting a ride to the crib? Nah, my mom coming to get me. After we we've been going for months of niggas riding back to the crib together. But nah, he's Cal is next level petty, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's on. He's a, he's in a different the whole nother level. Whole nother level. Man, but, yeah, I've matured, man. That was over. That was over like twelve, fifteen. I don't know how many years. That was a long time, man. Y'all no, no. This was like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, yours, no, yours was six years ago. Right? No, no, no. It wasn't that long ago. No, yours definitely was six years ago. Because two years ago, yeah, yours was definitely six years ago. <laughs> no, no, nah, about two. 2014. No, 2014. No, nah, okay. So that was 2014. But what about twenty? What about 2017 when you went missing for about nine months? I don't, I don't recall. You, you left the chat right before we started podding, motherfucker. And you and you wasn't burning sage and working on yourself, damn it! You just were talking to me. <laughs> I don't know, man. But yeah, since everybody yeah, needed, sure, hey man, he I'm said sure you said something. Sure hey, he said, said he said he said he matured, man. He matured. I don't believe him. <laughs> hey man, look. I don't want I don't want to put anything on on air right now, but yeah, I, I'm mature. I'm not, I'm at the old me. That's good, man. Growth growth is good. Nah, fuck that. You ain't gonna lie to me. <laughs> that was good. But on that note, we're gonna take this quick commercial break. We're gonna let Anchor do that thing, and we'll get right back with y'all. And thank you, Anchor, for that ad. We appreciate all that you uh, that you guys do over there for us. So, with all this going on in the world right now, we have a lot of time on our hands. A lot of us are uh, on social media a lot more than we already were, which could potentially be a bad thing. But, you know, it is what it is. But, um... I was scrolling through my social media and I came across uh, this dude named, his IG is, uh, I guess, at Real Dockery. And he, uh, I forgot what the hell he is. But anyway, he plays football. He's an NFL player who didn't uh, make it. Yeah, he plays football. He went to like Arizona State or something like Oregon that. Oregon State. Oregon State, yeah, out there somewhere. Play, I think he's a receiver. Uh, as far as his Instagram goes, his hands are outstanding. He does all, all the cool trick catches and Cool shit, basically. So it got me to thinking: if his hands are really this nice, which I mean you you can't fake hands, well you can't, but he, he got hands. But it got me thinking: like, why why isn't he getting the shot? Even not, even if it's not the NFL, it could be Canadian or the XFL or even Arena or whatever the case may be. Why why is he getting a shot? And then it got me to thinking more to other cats like um, the dude Filet, uh, famous Los. Be dot all of them that that actually that are actually out doing that same type of we ball we nice type situation, but we not pro or we not even quote unquote semi pro or whatever the case may be. It just got me thinking, like, man, why why are these what what are they doing or in this situation not doing that hasn't allowed them to make it to that that next level? So I open the floor to you, gentlemen. If y'all got any uh. Anything to say on that? Yeah, they got edit, Q. They got edit? Yeah, they got edit in cameras. Some of them catches are damn good, but 
I wonder how long it took him to make the catch. Take take three. Uh, yeah, three. And, and at the same time, um, everybody looked fast on air and when it's scripted because you know what you're doing. When them bullets live. But uh, true, true, true. Uh, Doc, not, uh, B-Dot, he actually can hoop hoop. I didn't see him play overseas. And he was in the uh, G League too. What's the name? Uh, what's the name? The Flood nigga. He was. I forgot where he was playing at. He kind. He nice. He played at one of the summer tournaments, didn't he? Uh, I think he was like a young nigga. He, nah. he I think he's younger than us, but he ain't like he ain't I like he was like a high school nigga for real. Nah, 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 nah. But he, he grown. But I think he's younger than us. But yeah, them. So them two can actually hoop. The football yeah. dudes. I think you you can't really. They they faking it. I don't think they that good at football. I just think it's think a lot of edits and it's scripted. My thing is, Dockery had a tryout with the. Uh, he was preseason with the uh, with Seahawks. If you know anything about the Seahawks, they give a lot of receivers opportunities that most teams won't, and he didn't make it with the Seahawks. So, yeah, that would we, tell me if he couldn't make it on the Seahawks, he's really not that nice. And he played at Oregon, didn't he? Oregon State. Oh, that's so that's why they give every receiver up there a chance. Oh yeah, because they, they had we had a dude from uh, came to Baltimore in the AFL. He went to Oregon. I ain't gonna say his name. But then went to the I'm Seahawks, and they tried him out. <laughs> and listen, when I tell you he was terrible, I'm talking full cheddar, mm. terrible. And they got him a shot just because he went to Oregon. I couldn't believe it. What, hey, wait, what, your what year was that? I, I didn't catch it. I, I ain't going to do that. 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 Hey, Sap, Sap, Roy only playing in Baltimore for like two years, maybe three. Yeah. We, we can three, three. It. I gave him three. Probably. But now he, he, he was never on the roster, so you probably won't. That's cool. We'll, we'll, we'll find. Uh, All right, we'll, we'll see. See, five that's how that's how trash I knew he was. Hey, he played at Oregon though. But um, yeah, the 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 Dockery guy. I think I I think for my whole thing about all of them is they're taking that one joke that made them big and they're keep they're like overusing it right now at this point. Like the LeBron be like, or the KD be like. Or oh yeah, that, that, that one. That's that one white boy that be doing all them shits. Yeah, he's not funny to me. But uh, <laughs> but uh, B dot be doing that too, and he still does it to this day. Like that's what puts you on. But like you know, yeah. try to do some more because at the end of the day, it's running stale. Like I was watching um, Baron Davis got a show on YouTube, and he's I, I randomly came on like episode like season one episode sixteen or something random, and B dot was actually on that. So I see him actually getting out of that. Hey, let me just do skits and basketball type thing. Um, but the the one person that I can say that actually did benefit that I know for sure was the destroying dude. Um, that was a dude that was at, I think it was at UCF, the kicker. They said pretty much you got to take off your YouTube. Oh, the YouTube, um, but yeah, 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 yeah. He actually got a tryout in the CFL last year, um, and it's a little bit different with kickers because you know they can be out there kicking you 60, 70 yards on air. And still get a trial because I mean that's all the trial really is on air, and then that nigga's running at you at some point. But he actually got a tryout. I don't know how that went, but he actually had a tryout with that. Everybody else, I think they just don't have the talent level of the pros, so that's why you see him in the celebrity games and all that stuff like that, um, because the talent just not there, and that's how they ended up kind of where they are. But yeah, so, I think I think it's just like a, a, the the joke is kind of running dry for a lot of the stuff they do. Yeah, cause it, I mean it's been going on for a while now. So like you said, it's cause I ain't, I didn't even know I knew B Dot was doing it initially, and then like he did for me on my Instagram as anyway. He kind of like disappeared until like recently, 
and he popped back up. So I didn't even know he was still doing it. Famous Los, I have no clue who he is. I just know the name, so I don't know. He anything. the nigga that be like, man, why you do that, man? Like that, man. He said he's that nigga. Uh, the nigga that used to be in the bathroom, like, man, that man cross him up, and they're like, eh. like he just literally be recreating. Like he's a nigga. He, all right, he basically was standing in the bathroom mirror talking shit about something that just happened in the NBA. Oh. And then it's pretty much, man, why you do that, man, like that? Word. But he can actually ball too. True, true, true. But yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was a thought that had me thinking. I was like, damn. All these, all these cats out here doing, seem, like Roy said, you know, edits and whatnot, but seeming like they nice and, and um, not being able to make it to the league or even progress further past that, I guess you would say. So just just crazy thoughts out here in these breeds. Oh, that man put the B on the streets. Yeah, big beast. But, uh, oh, oh, we out of here. Oh, Q, you says one edit. Sign up. Gang, gang. Nah, this nigga Q definitely had something in story said Brazy. I said, okay, he was wilding. I did what? One of your stories said something with Brazy in it. Uh-huh. Did I? Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, Siri, Siri didn't autocorrect that or actually probably autocorrect that? Nah, it ain't autocorrecting that at this point. Siri know what it is. But uh, speaking of autocorrect, XFL folder. <laughs> XFL, yeah, yeah. Coronavirus out here is messing everything up. XFL said they are ceasing operations and they don't plan to come back next year. Pretty much, uh, all their players got paid out through the year though, um, and a handful of them got picked up by the NFL uh, as far as for you know tryouts and whatnot. So, yeah, man. Second time around wasn't a good, but so are they, they so, so they they like folded for like completely done. Yeah, they filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, they don't plan to come back next year, man. And it was crazy because like two days before, um, on Twitter, the AAF's Twitter mm-hmm. uh, was whoever runs that was kind of talking to somebody on the XFL's junk. And it was kind of niggas was like, oh, they might merge. Oh, okay. All right. And then like out of nowhere, XFL cease operations. That's crazy. At least they pay. Hey, at least all their players got paid throughout the season because this would have been like the championship week or something like that. Yeah, I think they folded though more because of Vince's long. From what I read early on, he like we had talked about, he wanted to have a team for three or he had enough money to run for two and a half years, and then in between the year two and a half and three, somewhere in that season, he was looking for sponsors and TV deals. But it's so much uncertainty coming in that they didn't want to keep forking out that money. Yeah, because uh, if, if I can say one thing, TV deals are keeping them niggas afloat on the wrestling side. And that's why yeah. these niggas out here are essential personnel in Florida because uh, fucking Fox and uh, USA, like, look, we are their contract basically say you get two shows that's um, recorded, which is the uh, show for Christmas week and when they go to Europe for that one week. But everything else contractually has to be live. And they could technically pull money if they're not doing live shows. So these niggas, like, literally out here somehow got the actual right to be an essential personnel to actually start doing live shows again. So They had WrestleMania in front of an empty crowd, didn't they? Pre-recorded at that. So oh, it was pre-recorded? Yeah. Because rec- oh. like, what, what's been going on, like, all the wrestling, like, all the wrestling companies, well, it's only two right now, for real. But they basically been recording a lot of stuff early. So, like, AEW was a new, newfound one that came out, like, Sometime last year, these niggas recorded like three months worth of content already. Like they were, they were on it, and they got sent out of Florida when Florida did the stay at home. 
yeah. in somebody's uh, crib in Georgia and was recording there, and the cops pulled up. But they said it was only for permits. But niggas in the streets were saying, you know, Vince out there snitching. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but basically, they got like two months worth of content, and WWE was trying to do the same thing. And you see what happens now. These niggas out here. So that's probably what the real. So that's probably the real reason the AF or XFL folded. Vince had to recoup some of that bread just in case, because he he took out like seven hundred million of uh, of his of investment money in the in the wrestling jump for the uh, XFL. Yeah, so that's a lot of bread to have floating. Yeah, this stock's been falling like crazy even before the XFL came back too. So I don't know what's going on over there. He fired like three high execs. So crazy out in these streets. Yeah, I think this might be kind of a signal to some of the other leagues that it's possible to just have a short season or like a like a pre-recorded just to have content out there for the fans. Nah, I don't, ain't no other leagues really. You got Canada, um, you got Canada, the NFL, and then the only arena was well, an indoor football league and the National Arena League. They kind of smaller arena, lower level arena leagues, but ain't nothing else on the national level gonna kick for a while. I wouldn't be surprised. I was I was actually joking with some of my old arena teammates saying that Vince might put his money in the AFL because uh you can you can run an AFL eight team league for like ten million dollars versus him spending two hundred million to run a sixteen team outdoor league or eight team outdoor league. Which I think he, they, I think he loved outdoor though, man. I think well, I don't even think it was him. I think he was looking for another way to build some another stream. I don't really hey, think. Uh, but I said he could do the indoor thing, so this is what they do. We have a football game, but at halftime, you know, have a wrestling, a couple of wrestling matches. <laughs> and then they start, and then the second half starts while the wrestling matches are still going on. So you kind of intertwine. No. In the middle of the field. Yeah, all of that's going on. It's crazy, but, you know, it's a spectacle. People go on to see it. Well, that's what I told my homeboy. I said that he is, is, is crazy enough that Vince could come back. Because even the, I mean, the owners in the Arena League, a lot of them was building – they were selling the, the the aspect of the game, not necessarily the game. They were selling the weekend entertainment, not the game itself of football. We was just out there playing, we competing, but they selling the environment, not the game. So, so, so what else? They need to stop like selling them damn donuts at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> that shit had me fucked up, man. So, <laughs> were they like musical hey, performances or like a like a like a like a market or something? You know. Farmers market out there, like what the fuck is going on other than the the football game? What our games? Yeah, it's nah. It's just a game. Like it's a arena football is a fan experience because everything high speed is fast paced and it's in your face. So I it, it makes sense where I could see somebody like Vince McMahon stepping in that space because he is sports entertainment, and to the fan that's what arena football is sports entertainment. It ain't necessary. Like the X's and O's is what the players worry about. But they don't, you know, f- fans don't care about the X's and O's. They just want to see a lot of points. And people run into the walls. Yeah, and hit the wall, jump over the wall, hit the wall. So it's actually, it go hand to hand. But it just, I don't think it'll happen. But I think, you know, weird possibility it could. Maybe not this year. Because some of the owners in the AFL didn't want to fold. But they didn't have control and power over the operation. So they had to go with the, you know, with the majority owner. No, I know exactly what you're talking about as far as the uh, setting that environment because um, I feel like NASCAR is the, is pretty much the same way for um for a while. NASCAR, yeah, no bull. Oh, we don't want to talk about NASCAR right now. 
Regardless, you speak your opinion. Can you hear? Can you hear me, my nigga? Huh? Hey, you <laughs> fucked up. Hey, <laughs> don't hey, don't say don't anything. Say anything. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Everybody heard uh, you, bud. <laughs> all right, all right, as we go ahead. Sorry, sorry, we had a we had a moment. Had well, a moment. well, like my, uh, I think it was my junior year of college. Our coach was this nigga always had us volunteering for something, but um, he basically had us. We were volunteering um for a Bush Series race, actually. Um, so we had to like do security, little other stuff um, to help the staff to to operate the the race. It was a Bush series and a truck series race that we ended up helping out for. And I kind of, it helped me understand a lot of the, um, I guess, why people love it. Or like, at least, let me say this. It helped me understand why people came to the actual races because it was a it was an environment thing. I think uh, one of the things was that people were allowed to bring uh, as much beer in uh, the venue as they wanted, which was that blew my mind because, as you know, like a lot of different uh, professional leagues, that's that's how they make a lot of their revenue is the things that they're selling at the venue um, outside of the actual tickets, um, and just the uh, the energy, I guess you could say from other people that were at the event, obviously you got drink involved, then, you know, the energy is going to come up. And I mean, I could, I could, I could see why people, people go to races and this was a little ass race. So I can only imagine like a Daytona 500 or something like that, uh, Indy 500, things of that nature. So, uh, yeah, no, I totally get what you're saying as far as building that uh, environment and people actually coming for that as opposed to the actual event or competition. Cause I mean, shit. With that being said, I don't. I still don't think a lot of those people came to see people go around the track and make a left turn for three hours straight. They came to see the car crashes. That too. Yeah, exactly. It smelled, it smelled the gasoline, and that yeah. was that was kind of the, like you said the impact of that, and then the gambling. I think that's another aspect of it. Whereas. Oh. They was they were starting. To, we had DraftKings come in, and they was trying to create some gambling in the arena, but it just wasn't approved at a federal level for them to do it at all the games yet. Mm. So, it's marketable with the right people. Yeah, what Roy is saying is, Vincent Man, if you hear this, he's trying to be employed again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because 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 uh, being unemployed is boring, bro. Even though he just said he had a, uh, he's essentially he's working out in these streets. Nah, big facts. I mean, kind of for the first three weeks of quarantine, I was just kind of chilling at the crib. I would get up and write a little bit, but I ain't had much to do. So I was just kind of chilling. I was watching ESPN. I was like, man, this shit is boring as fuck. And <laughs> hey, ESPN, hey, ESPN is trash right now. Hey, Seth, being a regular nigga boring, dog. I don't see how some of these dudes do it. Yeah, It's crazy, but I don't know because I still go to work every day. I don't know, but you know what? You know what ESPN ain't talk about? It's this all-decade team. Ooh. Bag. Oh, Sat oh. been on the show for two weeks after taking a nine month hiatus and, and fell in like he just ain't missed a beat. I told you, man. He the most educated. Yeah, true, true. That's what it was. That's all it is. That's all. He's smarter than all. He's smarter, yeah. smarter than all of us. So y'all, he catch on quick. He say. Yeah. He said, "And y'all can't read good." So I'm gonna go ahead and continue. Oh goddamn! Mm-hmm. Goddamn! My goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> And he burns sage and smoke weed. Fuck what y'all talking about. 
Hey, come on, man. Hey, <laughs> I, I was before we get into the NFL league, um, all decade team. I had a thought this weekend because this weekend was Resurrection Sunday to all our pagan uh, followers, Easter. So we was talking about sage burning, and I, I, I happened to check Facebook and I see some people that we we're all familiar with talking about, oh, well, if you burn sage, that's trying to hone some spiritual something. So it's not, you can't do it if you're a Christian or whatever. So I'm like, I'm scratching my head like, oh my God. So you saying that we can't burn sage because it's supposed to be spiritual, but then we'll come out here and have Valentine's Day, Easter bunnies and have your have your, your babies picking up eggs and shit. <laughs> and and holla at Santa Claus during Christmas time, but we can't burn sage because it's spiritual. So it's like <laughs> it's, it's like, speak speak hey speak your facts, man. Speak your facts. It's it's, it's real shit here. It's just real hypocritical when if we talk about oh sage is, is spiritual, oh uh whatever else you want to say is spiritual, so we shouldn't do that. But then you out here like Happy Easter. Easter ain't about Jesus. Resurrection is about Jesus. But if you're talking about Easter, Christmas, Valentine's, Halloween, all that shit that people love to to be about and that we all are about in in America because we Americans, I mean, like, like that's just bullshit. So like, we just selective. Thanksgiving. Like people saying, "Don't burn sage is dope." You're like, "Nah, fuck that shit. Don't burn sage is spiritual." But if everybody else out here dressing up as their favorite character on Halloween and you know doing Easter bunny buying the eggs and eating the marshmallows and shit. And it's cool. I mean, like that's that's just it's just hypocritical. So everybody, let's burn sage, say a prayer. <laughs> I can't burn sage. I'm like, nah. <laughs> okay, do it all. Whoa, hey, hey, who coughing? Who hey, coughing? Hey, your heart. Hey, right? hey, hold on. Let's look at. The, let's look at. The, that was SP. I see his uh his thing was bumping, jumping up and down on the screen. Hey, I, don't think, I don't see Q or uh or Roy talking. So hopefully their audio being saved. <laughs> <laughs> about to be two hours. I don't see neither one of y'all uh, junks moving up. That's crazy. We talking? Right. We talking? About- yeah. My shit moving yeah. on my screen. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, it's moving yeah. On, my, on my screen. You and you and Roy not here. Yeah, I ain't been talking. Oh, it, uh, it be alright. We we get it straight. Yeah. Sap here, so it's not we we good. Hey, but look though, Sap. I need COVID to last for a couple more years because here. You've been, you been in this pod, bro. I like I like this bag you've been in lately. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. Nah, don't be selfish, bro. Don't be selfish. Stop. That's nah, crazy. I'm getting I'm getting to the end of my heavy grind in the PhD and in the laboratory. So, you know, I'm trying to make sure I, I, I round myself out with my family, you know, because I've been doing a lot of heavy work and heavy lifting at Meharry in Tennessee in the country. So I'm, I'm about ready to, to to get back home and get back to uh, civilization on the East Coast. So. You, uh, you peasants, y'all heard what he said. Hey, hey, Sap, it's funny that when you were talking about specifically Easter and um, Thanksgiving, because both of those are seasonal, I mean, Halloween, those, both of those are like seasonal, seasonal pagan uh, rooted holidays, which technically we shouldn't really be embracing. Yeah, technically. As far as Christians, when you, when you want to talk about it. And it's funny because I, I, um, on like Saturday, I Googled like, the origins of the Easter Bunny. I'm like, I never understood it as a kid. Yeah. I'm like, I'm thinking like, hey, was there like rabbits at the crucifixion uh, or something? Uh, hey, you, you, about, you, about to, you about to learn or something? Hey, hey like- not, probably not. It ain't nothing deep. It ain't nothing deep. But oh, all right, never mind. Sound like it. 
No, no, I, I really thought it was like Easter. I thought it was like bunnies at the resurrection or something, or maybe when it came out. I mean, at the um, at the crucifix. But no, what it really is, it goes back to a pagan, um, the pagan goddess of fertility. Yeah. Um, and you know, rabbits are out here being promiscuous and fucking everything, so they have a lot of kids. Big fact. Um, the egg comes into play because egg is a sign of fertility, also. So as a kid, well, shoot, up until Saturday, I was always confused like the <laughs> egg and the and the bunny. I'm like, bunnies are mammals. I know this. <laughs> so what is the correlation? So it's really about a pagan, and then it's like a Greek or Roman or whatever. I don't know the exact uh, origins, but it's like three different things all put in time frame of where Easter is because Easter is technically a like Sat was saying. It's not really about. In the, in the sense of Jesus, in the sense of the origin of it, Easter itself as a holiday is more of the celebration of the spring. And then, of course, the spring, you got flowers and pollination and all that stuff like that. So that's where the egg and the bunny comes from. It's, it's, you, can, you can sell that. You, you might not be able to sell Jesus to everybody, but you can sell the bunny and candy to everybody. Yeah, I still don't know where the candy part came from. but yeah. Hey, money, you can sell it. You got something in the egg. You, you right. Yeah, you, you, can, you can sell it. Hey, man, you give me a deep fried devil egg. I'm good. Hey, well, did, have you went back up there to get it yet? I, I have not, man. I, I've been talking about <laughs> this on like every other episode. Hey, look, man. I'm about to, I'm about to fuck around make one. Fuck it. Hey, put it in the air fryer. See what happens. Oh, no, I ain't doing that. I'm going to have to drop that in some oil. Hey, some man. Oil, true everything else in, I've been putting everything else in the air fryer. But some oil. I air fried some shrimp yesterday. Man. Slap! Oh my god! I had some air fried shrimp with some goddamn uh, I can't think of the sauce. The name of that damn sauce? Sauce? Oh, uh, the chili Thai sauce. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My girl put me onto this jerk sauce from Eggers. Had that coconut bread in coconut shrimp. Yeah. Oh, y'all, y'all talking my language now. Man, how we get the food when we're supposed to be talking about the all decade team? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck football. Yeah. Nah, let's run down this all-decade team list real quick. I got a couple opinions. Um, had a couple unanimous decisions. Tom Brady, Adrian Peterson, Joe Thomas, Marshall Yonda. Y'all don't know who those two are. J.J. Watt, Aaron Donald, Von Miller. That's it for the all. Uh, oh, and Justin Tucker, too, kicker from the uh, from the um, the Ravens. 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 Only unanimous decisions. But then the rest of J.J. Watt was on the What you mean? Without JJ, we don't have no SP on the show. <laughs> with JJ, with JJ, we got SP being a Chiefs fan now. No, 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 no. That was that was Bill O'Brien and, and, and Deshaun Watson. With JJ, nah, SP I... was a happy Texas fan. Stop with O'Brien. Okay, okay, okay. But now, nah, hey, y'all heard about Deshaun Watson possibly getting traded to uh, New England? I heard really? him speaking on it. It was I heard him speaking on it. I think it was just an idea somebody came up with. And I, I think Bill will do it because he know he's about to get fired. Because he, he going to go back to New England and be the D.C. That should have been wild as hell. Hey, that bro, that shit, like, that shit that would, that would be out of pocket. Hey, you don't think Bill will do it? I would, I would actually have to, uh, for my first time in life, root for these niggas. <laughs> yeah, I'd be a fan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need the Pagers to win like at least two Super Bowls and 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 uh and the Bucks and not make the playoffs, not even win uh, no, six no, games. No, 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 I, I don't need that to happen. Yeah. Hey, said what? I said I'd definitely be a fan if he went to New England. Hey, oh yeah, I'd be a fan of the Pagers. It ain't even about 
It ain't even about him right now. It's about whoever they get in that bitch. They need to, I need to make this be all right. Right. Look, the way Dak tripping though, I mean, Cam Newton to the Cowboys sounded like a real possibility. Yeah, because Cam don't be having like outside problems. He just dressed oh, like his grandma. That shit sounds good on paper, but that shit sounds horrible when you start looking at the the, the makeup of the team. Yeah. What do you mean? We we gonna run the ball again? Cam can throw on the play action and out of the on the boot. Man, oh. y'all gonna be running? Y'all gonna be running him to death? Yeah, he liable to last for ten games. I about to say that. Cam, Cam's, Cam's calling card is his athleticism. That is on. As even though I don't like the Cowboys, in in theory, if it works like it's supposed to work, it would work because the Cowboys got Zeke. So running the ball, having Cam run for his life like he was roughly doing in Carolina, wouldn't be a wouldn't be a thing because you kind of you got to stack the box to. Well, he won't really run it for his life in Carolina, though. You know I'm saying, but as far as run. yeah. Yeah, but that's what he do. But having a running back because he been hurt, so he didn't really get to benefit from McCaffrey really, really a whole lot. So having 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 Zeke and and uh, Amari as threats out there is, yeah. I think it, it would work. I, I don't want him to go there. I wouldn't put Amari out there though. I was about to say he liable to quit on Cam ass. By the third, fifth, or seventh over overthrown pass in the second game, he liable to quit. <laughs> Or underthrown. Right. Y'all ain't y'all got no faith. It's all good. That's what I'm telling you. Y'all ain't got no faith in him. I, I, not for real. I, I've watched him play since 2011. <laughs> Shit. Cam is, Cam is a product of athleticism. Pure quarterbacking? I don't know if I'm going to put him there. I got I got more confidence in Tyrod leading uh, San Diego. Or, uh, my issue, my issue with Ty, he's too safe. You're right. He he don't take a lot of risks. But I mean, at the end of the day, if with that team you got a lot of athletes, so you can you can probably manage out that. But in that division, you got the Chiefs out there too, putting up like ninety points a game. So you gonna have to be, you gonna have to throw the ball downfield. Yeah. Right. Unless yeah, you're just not. gonna concede those two games and think, hey, I'm gonna be that seven playoff team this year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they don't start this year, do it. I can yeah. imagine. Uh, yeah. I believe you do. I, th- I can imagine Ty might actually, like, recognize that he's on a short leash, for real, with these NFL, like, teams and head coaches, to where it's like, man, he got to play it safe and not make real mistakes and take too many chances. Otherwise, they're going to pull him in, you know, just put him at the but, end of the uh, Well, he's never been like that. He's never taken the same, chances. I mean, that's the, same thing he, that's the same thing he did in Cleveland, and it still ain't work out in his favor. Right. I mean, that was that was a setup since draft day, so. Yeah, he was. Yeah, but, but, he but it's, it's kind of. It's looking like the same type of situation potentially now. He makes smart decisions, but it's it's crazy because people want him to push the ball down the field, and that's never been his game. Tyrod been smart since we known him. Nigga, I remember when we played Indian Ribbon, lost to these niggas. Smitty was telling this nigga to uh, throw the ball. He was like, "No, I'm gonna run." Smitty said, "Throw the damn ball." He said, "I'm gonna run," and then we lost. <laughs> we started throwing the ball in the second half though when we, when we started coming back. But that was the size point. But this nigga was really out there. Just... Talk about that last post wheel either. Oh God. That was the mm. defense, though. And according to the streets, that was Devin Nairfall. Yeah, that was not Devin Nairfall. <laughs> it was not. That was not Devin Nairfall. Nope. Hey, how, how did that narrative get pushed so hard that people were reacting? Because you're not going to blame Ty, and Devin there was the corner on that side of the field. Yeah, but the yeah, even, even though the safety that was supposed to have been over top of him was not there. 
That shit is crazy. And the corner never covers the post on a post wheel. I don't care what kind Bro, of you. I don't think Deb didn't come to school that whole week, I don't think. Nope. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he came he came on game day. Yeah, that was the last game. What you mean? He was not there that following week of school. Man. I don't even think he came back to school that year. No, he did. Yeah, he was, he was, he was definitely there. But still, it's just crazy how that they, they really – who start, Who did that? Probably Matt. Yeah, I got you. Hey, that's it. We out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Because niggas, nah, niggas in school really thought it was dead fault, and everybody was like, nah. nah. And to make it worse, it won't like, I could see if we had one safety like normal. But Ty and P. Shaw was back there because we had the dual safety situation going on for the prevent. It was cover four. And and, and I, I guess probably had to be. I would, still, I would still say we probably didn't play cover four with the corners. I would nah, say they probably, they, was probably, they probably like, tricked. Something, realistically, we never, we never even went over anything like that in practice. So they probably just told no, no, no. We did. We was going over the post of will all day. No, not the post of will. I'm talking not the post of will. I'm talking about changing up the defense like that. No, that they they was playing that coverage. Cause I remember KJ kept they kept they kept putting KJ and somebody else out there. And KJ uh-huh. was hurt. Like KJ was like tired as hell. And he came back. He was like, "Yo, bro, can you run this for me?" I was like, "Nah, bro, I don't do scout team." That's why I remember. That's no. That's why I remember that because he he was tired as hell because he kept running. Um, he kept running the um the wheel. Oh, where niggas was doing that joint at night. Hey, nevertheless, it was Ty's fault that that we lost that game in the river. But no, it wasn't Indian River. But that was Maury. I mean, uh, Maury, my bad. Yeah, I'm about to say, hold on, Indian River was the scrimmage. So no, no, we lost it. No, that was a game. Um, Indian River first game of the season. First game of the season. First game of the season. It was the first game. Oh, that's right. That's right. I remember. I remember. Yeah, because TC don't. Uh, every time he see me, he don't. He don't. You know. He get upset. He always misses that game. Hey man, we beat we beat y'all. Okay, TC, we won state. I don't care though. We beat y'all though. (laughs) (laughs) We beat the mighty Hampton Crabbers. Okay. But that was the year y'all won state. (laughs) Yeah. Year after. And then. No, nah, no, nah, that was the year we won't say. Indian River? Yeah. Cause we lost the Indian River and then we lost the Feebles on that bullshit blocking the back call on twin. Oh um, yeah. When the ref came back and uh apologized. Apologize. Hey, I've yeah. always hated refs that apologize, bro. Like you already fucked up. Just run with yeah. your lie, man. Just run with your lie. Yeah, just go with it. <laughs> just just say you trusted what you seen and go and that's it. Not that sounded like Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> Walk it back, but hey, real, real, real quick, was it any snubs that y'all that I thought were on the uh, on the all decade team? Anybody that should have been up there, or anybody that was up there that y'all don't think deserved to be up there? Tom Brady, no, no, he, he got three rings in a decade, he got to be up there. Yeah, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm no, we're talking about actual, yeah, about the actual reasoning, not just your personal opinion. Oh, no, nah, I, I ain't seen no snubs, I thought it was a pretty good list, honestly. Okay, okay. I can well, understand I'm that. I'm glad they got Adrian Peterson in there. Yeah, yeah. AP. I'm just... Um, I didn't like Calvin Johnson in there, though. You said you don't? Nah. What? Didn't he retire like 2012? Even if he did, it don't matter. <laughs> I mean, he played two seasons in that decade. There's no way you can't tell me somebody... Nigga, Darren Sproles is in here, so... Who do you replace him with? Yeah, yeah. That's my that's my own beef. I gotta, I gotta look at the stats, but if you're giving me two seasons... Oh. Hold on, hold on. Darren Spurs and uh, Julius Peppers is in here. I'm sure Julius Peppers did not play that long in the two in the 2010s. If he did, he, he, he retired. Like, he retired. Calvin, Calvin Johnson. 
Nah, he Calvin was Johnson played, right? Or a year ago. Yeah. Calvin Johnson Calvin Johnson played to 2015. He was a all first team all pro 2011, 2012, 2013. He was second team all pro 2010. Uh he led the league in receiving yards 2011 and 2012. NFL yeah. reception leader 2012. So, yeah, he he clapped. He, 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 he deserved to be there. He deserved yeah, to be there. No, Calvin, yeah, Calvin Johnson is tough. The person who I who I just looking at the list looks like I I'm kind of scratching my head why he's up here is uh what's my guy name? LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, looking at the running backs, the running backs is weird, but you got to think about 2010s is when they do the running back by committee. So, oh uh, yeah, I guess they just start scratching out whoever had the best numbers around that time. Had to, because yeah, looking at this too, because Shady he was so, he was solid. Yeah, Shady I was, was solid at the, at the, in the early in the early 2000s. But he was but he was the only running back in Philly though. Everywhere else they were starting to do like the two the two running back system. Yeah, so, so by, by default, default he's gonna get numbers. Yeah. Yeah, I got shady over. You got shady. Who got who? I got shady over beast mode on this list. Yeah, I don't see why uh, Marshawn is there. But go ahead. Yeah, because hey, because uh, what's the name? Shady. His whole career basically was in the t- this this decade. He played oh nine. That was his first rookie year. Was oh nine, and everything else he's been this decade. So everything he in twenty thirteen he rushed for sixteen hundred. Uh, he had what's one two three four five six. 6,000-yard seasons rushing. He had a season where he had 17 touchdowns rushing. Uh, yeah. So, like you said, he was he was the only one as far as running backs that was kind of doing his own thing. And he had, you know, the little highlight reels and whatnot like that he was doing. So, it kind of kind of worked out. Yeah, Devin but, Hester is kind of eh to me, even though that's my nigga. As far as – uh, being a returner for the 2010s, yeah. Well, so you made the Pro Bowl. I mean, that's the thing. I'm not sitting there looking at returners, so, but you got to think about the, the tenure that he played in. Like he retired when he retired. Uh, 2016. 16. He played. He he played more years in the 2000 in this decade than last decade. Eh. What what you what you thinking about? Because I'm looking at it right now. His rookie year and this his second year were his his biggest years. As far as a uh, like punt return, it, like oh six, oh seven, like so. yeah. Well, well, no, for for punt returns, but if you transfer over to kick returns, because towards the end of his career, he didn't really do as many uh, kick returns. I mean, punt returns, but he was still returning kicks. And he 2013, 2014, he had fourteen hundred plus yards in kick returns and eleven hundred plus yards in kick returns. So, realistically, like you said. It's probably not nobody that had that his number. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure there was nobody that had those type numbers on both sides, punt return and kick return during this time period. Because most people weren't doing both. If you look at, I'm sure if you look at statistically, if you look at the stats, he's the one that's leading the way. Yeah, I mean, because they 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 pretty much probably put all stat leaders yeah, in there, pretty much. Yeah, Besides yeah, uh, Marshawn Lynch, but you know, but you know, gotta know. take care of our chickens and you know, got yeah, chickens and skittles. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, the running back situation kind of weird to me. But I mean, but but looking at it, the running backs in the two thousands weren't really like that good, that great. I ain't gonna say good, but it weren't that great. So I could see how Lashawn like rose in that list and stood out. He had longevity in his career. I mean, he had numbers too, though. Lashawn, he had. Numbers. Yeah, no, yeah. I think Marshawn made it, uh, like Rory was saying, just off the fact because in the in the two thousand in the, in that decade, he only had four four. Uh, 
thousand yard seasons. Granted, one of them he had fifteen ninety, but it was twenty eleven, twelve, thirteen, and fourteen were his big seasons, and after that, that was it. So, I mean, it may uh, have just been it may have just rolled down to the fact that they ain't had nobody else to put in there. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Mark, three Mark years life playing uh, is bigger than football now. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, he had a he had a strong stretch, but. He's bigger than football. Like I, I was watching Westworld, and he is like a gangster in Westworld now. So I'm like, oh shit, that's a show on HBO. Marshawn. Yeah. Hey, side note, they got a list up here of snubs that they they thought. So Drew Brees was up here as a snub. AJ Green, uh, T Sizzle, yeah. Terrell Suggs, Andy Reid, as far as the coaching side goes, uh, Cameron Wake, Demarcus Ware, T Y Hilton, Dez. Uh, who else? Jason Witten's up here. Yeah, that's they gave a top ten. Hey man, Dez got numbers, man. Yeah, but I say he got solid numbers. All them damn drops, though. I get frustrated. I'm sorry. Hey, stop thinking about. Stop being a fan. Just know he got numbers. Yeah, yeah I said <laughs> <laughs> he got numbers. He got numbers. But yeah, so out of out of that top ten that they gave snubs, none of them were running backs. So Marshawn probably made it in off default. Yeah, that's true. Jason Witten should be in over Travis Kelsey. Man, all right. So at the end oh, of the yeah. day. Uh, thanks for being uh, listeners <laughs> to the Jason. To, hey, yo, Jason Witten, man. I'm sorry, man. Damn, he consistent. He consistent. I don't see it, man. Numbers. This nigga has no athletic bone in his body. That's, you've seen him the last two years, bro. You play 20 years at tight end, you're gonna get unathletic quick, too. Nigga, I, I, I've seen every time the Cowboys played, and I watched the game. I've never been. Uh, oh, you watch every Cowboys game? Every time I watch a game, yeah, it's not every game, but every time okay. I watch a game, oh, okay, okay. nigga, do they not play cowboy games in the on the? Yeah, on I mean, the East I, Coast? you're an undercover fan. I've been do that though. Oh, never in my life. Never. I would lie too. I understand. Never was. Yeah. Don't don't do that. So no, as far as far as that goes, uh, Whitten only had two thousand yard receiving seasons in the 2000, 2010s, and one of them was a thousand two. So. Another one was 1,039. So he's, so he's probably, scraping over. They probably forced them those two. Oh, yeah, they forced them. So, Who's more valuable to the team, Jason Witten or J.J. Watt? <laughs> I mean, if you're going to have to put me with that, I'll say J.J. Watt. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. The reason why, because J.J. Watt actually is, well, he's not <laughs> hurt off steroids. He's actually good. Well, was good at his position. And they actually put him at offense because he used to play tight end. You're not lining Jason Witten up. On defense. on defense, I thought I that thought man can barely bend at the hips. But JJ is the mecca of the Houston Texans organization. <laughs> that would be like a troll if SP actually like Houston. He's a, he's a Chiefs fan. Right. <laughs> he's not a Chiefs fan, bro. He didn't hey, say Kelsey, no Kelsey's hey. last four seasons have all been a thousand plus yards. Hey, so boy, that's why he. That's why he. Well, hold make, on, hold on. At, at one point, Kelsey. Benefited from Alex Smith, if I'm right, at one point because he did not throw a pass to a receiver. I mean, a touchdown to a receiver for like maybe. Yeah, games. I do remember that. So yeah, I don't shit, know if yeah. Kelsey was on that team, but yeah, he probably benefited from forcing too. So yeah, that's why we're not. He had better than Witten in his prime, though. Yeah, Witten. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. That's Roy Boy, man. You know, he's part of the squad. I feel like Jason Witten just like Thank one of those you. niggas who just got. Real cool with the like with the owner. I, I mean, he's not. I don't. I don't see it. He's not trash. It's just he. You know, when he it comes dog. to, it's just boring. Dog, Jason Witten. Like when he played with Romo, all I remember is Jason Witten will 
randomly get open when, when Tony Romo was doing some random scrambling and he'll just be open and then he'll break for like 15. Get caught in like two steps by the defender. But it's I like, I've never really seen him out here working nobody from the tight end. Oh, no. That ain't his thing. He's, ain't he's his always thing. like the person who just randomly pops up out of nowhere being open. And I think that's the big he, reason why I don't like him. He, he's not. Hey, you, let, me, uh, let me explain it. He has the mad effect. So he's very slow, but he's shifty. So you expecting him to do a juke move, and he makes that juke move so slow that it's like, damn, it threw you off. And it's like, oh, so Witten come out of his out of, out of his stance and run a little five yard in route, but it's so slow, and you know it's coming, but you over pursue it because you expect him to be, you give him the benefit of the doubt of being faster than what he is. It's a crazy world we live in. Yeah, yeah. That's but y'all, y'all, y'all boys got anything else? Nah, no, uh, I'm about to take hey, that as a no. Wash your hands. Yeah. Off on wash well, hey, wash your ass too. I would say wash yeah. your ass, hundred percent. Y'all sitting at home working from home. <laughs> wash everything. Do it for a fella. <laughs> hey, at least, at least spray some water on it. You know what I'm saying? Paint your gazebo. Put some water hey, look, on it. Hey, hey, I, me, hey, me and my mom painted the uh, the deck railing today, man. Bro, stop using your mom, bro. All right, sure, I guess. <laughs> sure. I smile as I say that to you, Calvin. Sure, Roy. It's, it's glad that, good to have you back on IG, man. No, I'm about to leave now. You just hurt my feelings. Instant, well, me? <laughs> i see you in three months. <laughs> hey, man, quarterly. Quarterly drops. Quarterly drops. True. Oh, fancy. Hey, when the album come out? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. All right, G. Hey, y'all missed it too. He was playing a snippet of the album before he, before we got on. It was just me and him on on the, on the line over recording. Man, nigga, that was Bryson Tiller. Exactly, new music. Nigga, that was don't. <laughs> nah, nah, I know don't. Nah, be... nigga, nigga, it's cool, right. bro. It's cool, bro. It's cool. I ain't gonna argue with you. Nah, nah, nah. We never do this. You know, you, hold on. Yeah. Hey, Q, get us out of here. Shit to be man. That, you know that, what I'm saying? Get us out of here, Q. Nah, we about to listen to this. Oh, that nigga Q got out of here his damn self. Q said, I'm gone. He'll be back. Shit, I'm out of here, man. I'll holler at y'all, boys. <laughs> no, because when you hear the beat drop, you're going to be like, oh. <laughs> no, no, I mean, of course you're going you gonna to mix it and drop the beat on there. I know. I'm not. I literally just dropped the song in here. Mm-hmm. I ain't touching nothing. Mm-hmm. Nigga. Outro. Outro. Appreciate you tuning in to another another episode of Council in the Clutch podcast. Follow us on I try to talk over it, nigga. You know Instagram. the song. Hey, I'm anyway. That shit play. Nigga, you back, I think. Somehow. Nah, he's he somewhere. The intern been fucking up today. Sap, y'all, where you at, Sap? Oh, I'm still online. Oh, so everybody gone. Just cut it. SP, where you at? You're... Hold on, I think I think you gonna have to do his over the phone. Hold on. Oh, that's crazy. Hey, is Yes, it is. You live? Yes, you are. Uh, I don't know, man. Just do the outro. No, I need to figure out if my computer died. Oh, your computer died? Yeah, uh, but I'm back on, but it's just it stopped at an hour, hour fifty six on my 
screen and it won't let me like I can't yeah, I can't do nothing to it until we stop. So I don't do the outro like this. Bottom, my tracks is the little gear shit is rolling and it's processing audio, so I ain't wanna refresh it. Oh no, you, yeah, you should be straight at the uh, at the finish. But you can do your outro like this though, so we can uh, close everybody. Oh, word, word, I can still do the outro? Yeah, 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 man. Word, word, word. Well, uh from many miles away in an undisclosed location, we'd like to appreciate uh thank you guys and we appreciate you all for uh Tune in to this week's episode of Counseling the Clutch, episode number 62. Sat, we appreciate you uh, stepping in again, you know, becoming a more frequent member of the podcast with uh, your doctoral situation slowly uh, coming to an end to become Dr. Sat, smarter than everybody here, as Roy would say. But uh, as far as our lovely listeners and viewers go, we appreciate y'all. Thank you for the support. We can keep on doing what we do. And, uh, yeah, we out. All right, and cut.